Say, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. Oh, Big yeah. Y'all know how this shit go. You know. All eyes on me. Oh, <laughs> Roll up in the club yeah, right. All eyes on me. All eyes on me. What? I bet you got it twisted, you don't know who to trust So many player hating niggas trying to sound like us Say they ready for the funk, but I don't think they know it Straight to the depths of hell, is where them cowards going Well, all you still damn nigga, holler when you see me And let these devils be sorry for the day they finally freed me I got a caravan of niggas every time we ride Hitting motherfuckers up when we pass by Until I die, live the life of a boss player Cause even when I'm high, fuck with me and get cross later The future's in my eyes, cause all I want is cash and things A five double Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, a.k.a. Life As I See It, episode 172. Uh, right now, it's just me and the homie Woozy, a.k.a. Bad Lungs. Yeah. You know what I mean? We uh, shout out to the whole squad. Shouts to Key, shouts to Gert, shouts to C. Um, shouts to everybody. Shout out to all listeners. And make sure if it is your first time listening that you are subscribed to the pod on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure y'all check out all visual content on our Patreon at patreon.com backslash life as I see it podcast, as well as YouTube. You got to make sure y'all hit that like, that subscribe, make sure y'all sharing it, make sure y'all telling a friend to tell a friend, y'all know what to do. Um, and, and and tap into all of the content that we are posting um, on social media and, and, and everywhere else. Um, so uh, this week, I... I want to start. I want to start light. I want to start light because I saw some chatter on social media, as always. Where, <laughs> right, 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 right. And people always got you know shit to say. So I want to start here. There's a new Netflix movie by the name of You People. Kenya Barris is the director, along with Jonah Hill. Um. I watched the movie. It just was released this past Friday. If y'all out there listening, haven't checked it out, you should definitely check it out. And I'm going to say, spoiler alert, slightly, because I'm going to talk about it a little bit. Um, I thought it was dope. I thought that the conversation that always surrounds the work of Kenya Barris is always a racial element and component to it. Uh, Of course, he's a biracial man who basically writes about his life stories. So he did the show Blackish and he did the show Grownish and he did the show Mixedish and he did Black as Fuck on Netflix. And he's done a whole bunch of other things, but those main things 
that you see or that you've seen from him, they all touch on the interracial or biracial uh, component, right? So this movie, the plot of the movie is Jonah Hill obviously is white, but he's white and Jewish. And Laura London is his love interest. And her father is played by Eddie Murphy, who is a Muslim and extremely pro- pro-black. Um, Akbar, motherfucker, Akbar. <laughs> which is actually his name, so that's that's mad funny. Um, star-studded cast, I mean, it's a whole bunch of people in it. Anthony Anderson, Deion Cole, uh, Mike Epps. It's a lot of people in this movie, and I thought it was dope. It's, it's infused with culture, as all of Kenya Barris's, uh material and, and work is. Uh, from the soundtrack to the lingo to the script, how it was written, et cetera. And again, I thought it was dope. But of course, on social media, you can't make everybody happy. Can't make everybody happy. And they were saying, a lot of people were saying it was trash, which I don't know, it sounds kind of wild to me. Now, did you see the movie? Yes, sir. What uh, what you, what you did you think about, about the movie? I loved it, man. I think it was dope. Um, I think people are used to, when you see certain names, they're used to a, a certain kind of look and budget behind it. But I think that's what they were saying. But if you step outside nah, but of that. The, not, my bad to cut you off, but if we saying look and budget, I mean, it, it looked great. Like the shit was in HD, 4K, it was great. Nah, yeah, it looked great, it's dope, but essentially they didn't really, it wasn't too many, much, too many moving parts. There was in a, a coffee shop, they did a couple shopping and sneaker stores. They went to a um a trip and they did a party at the end. I'm just telling you how people look at it. You nah, how- that shit is super that's, that's the if that's what the talk is, that's a super nitpick because I don't even understand what y'all talking about. Like, how many like what y'all want? It ain't I an agree. action movie, it's a comedy. I agree. I agree. I'm just telling you that's how it's it's like how can I explain it? All right. Visually, right? Did this look like the Kevin Hart movie? Visually, I'm talking about visually only. Uh, which one? The lad, the lad, the one with Mark Wahlberg. I actually didn't see it, but I oh, mean, no? it wasn't okay. like, I guess, action packed. Uh, is, 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 you saying it wasn't action packed? Is that is that what you say? Or nah, it's a look. It's like a look that it has. Because I thought I it looked. What movie? What 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 Netflix original have you seen? Oh, you saw the movie with the one with him and his daughter, right? Or was about like Kevin Hart. Yeah. 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 That was good. All right. So it looked like that. We would say, right? Give or take. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I didn't really see any difference. Like, I didn't see a drop off. You know, sometimes you might see independent joints or whatever that might not have that look that you talk about on some Tubi shit. (laughs) I'm going to say it definitely. Definitely wasn't the Tubi original. <laughs> nah, it was dope. Um, I'm, 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 a, I'm just trying to think of the mind of who didn't like it, right? I'm trying to figure out, trying to come from their their vantage point, right? Because I don't see it that way. Because it's because so they because their vantage point is trash or disingenuous. It's one or the other. Because I think a lot of times when you got this fake outrage and you got people who just want to have something to say and go viral for the whatever, like, nah, bro, it's like, stop or, reaching. Or they mad that they pulled it off and now it's just, I don't like the movie, movie trash. 
You know what I'm saying? Because they pulled it off. They pulled it off, bro. It was nothing bad about it, though. It wasn't even, like, whack, even a little nah, bit. it wasn't whack. It, it wasn't was even good. a little bit whack, though. Like, it was it really was. a good movie. It was really funny. Like, Jonah Hill is funny. Like, that shit was dope. That shit yeah. was dope. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, and, of course, it's good to see Eddie Murphy. You know what I'm saying? He's one of the GOATs, obviously. Uh, last time we seen him, I think, might have been coming to America, too. And, I, I, you know... I didn't like that. We spoke at length about that, but I did like him in the uh 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 what was it? Dolomite. Dolomite was hard. Oh yeah, yeah. So people you know had, people ain't like that movie neither. Now, but see that I would maybe be a little more understanding because that still I thought it was good, but it was it was a certain niche kind of uh sector of entertainment, if you will. Obviously, it was like we didn't realize, or a lot of people may not have realized that it was a biopic, essentially. Um, but I could kind of see maybe how people would, weren't so crazy about that. Like, I'm not going to kill anybody for them saying they didn't like that, right? And granted, anybody has the right to like and dislike whatever that they want. But when you start talking crazy, it's like, yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? That shit was dope. They hit all cylinders as far as, like, the temperature of where we in today between cultural um the pot they threw the podcast and then they threw podcasting in, but they threw in the 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 Jewish and the black conversation. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, yeah. which sure. was a hot time. And and I think that that was just the universe lining up because they couldn't have guessed that the climate would have been what it was for Kanye and Kyrie last year. Like, you know that this movie was in production long before any of that stuff happened. So right, right. I think the universe definitely lined up. But again, it was very, very culturally relevant. They you know said, um, I think, I think um, Jonah Hill and um, my man, what's his name? Kenya, Kenya. They wrote it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, so, yeah, they, they wrote it I mean, it they probably, they probably, Ben was in works. And then when, like you said, with the, between the Kyrie and Kanye, they probably spiced it up a little bit because they did mention CLB, CLB, Drake, and all that stuff. So it had to be kind of like some kind of, you know what I mean, timing of recent of recency is what I'm saying. I watched the interview with Kenya Barris, and he was speaking, you know, about the film and, and, and all of those things. And he kind of spoke to the constant conversation of biracial um content and right. again his perspective is look i'm writing about my life he's black i, I think he's mixed um he has a, a mixed blended family and that's that's his life right so i think that it's dope when you write from your perspective and it's received well by the people but my my point of bringing up the biracial thing is we talk about like interracial relationships versus like, I guess a whole, like the pro-black theme. Um, Do you think that there's any merit to you not being able to be pro-black if you date outside of your race as a black person? And I know that you being Latino or Hispanic, like you have your own perspective. So what's kind of your take on that? So you're saying, like, just so I'm clear on your question, you're saying, is, 
is it still possible for you to be pro-black if your significant and, other... And, right. If your significant other or the person you procreate with isn't of the same race or isn't black? Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. Because I, I would generally say, yeah, the only, only race that probably would make it more of a hurdle is if you, if you if you have an Anglo-Saxon you, you procreate <laughs> with. But other than yeah. that, everybody, everybody everybody else is all the same. Essentially, if you want to get down to the soil of it, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I don't think that me personally, other people might have their own um, their own thinking and may have a couple facts to back it up, but I essentially don't think that your beliefs change with who you who you fucking got there. It's just a sense. Now, if you like, if you just said procreate and who you, you know what I mean, it's not necessarily essentially like starting a whole family with what you're saying, right? I don't like if it's starting. We about to start a family. Yeah. Let's say starting I'm pro black. I'm pro right. black. Muhammad Ali, all that, right? Right. <laughs> and. My wifey is like um, Bill Maher, <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> or Bill Maher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying avocado yeah. on the toast type shit. Yeah, so yeah, it, aesthetically it would seem like a conflict of interest. You know what I'm saying? It, it to, to the yeah from the outside looking in, and I mean that's all you truly have if you're not in bed and behind closed doors with each individual. You only see what you see. So, but from the aesthetics. Um, you know, the conversation again, tying it back to Kenya Burris, tying it back to you people and, and all of his content, him being biracial has always been the conversation amongst the black community. And the fact that that rubs people the wrong way, some, somehow, like, you know what I'm saying? And it's very, very interesting. It's very interesting because all of the shit that I've seen from him is very much so pro-black you know what i'm saying and it's very real in the way that the world looks today in terms of blended families and mixed dish and all of that all, all of those type of things i mean your preference yeah, I, is your I, preference i was just about to say you'll be hard pressed to not find a family that doesn't have this dynamic involved some shape way or form you know what i'm saying like if you, if I was to take a picture right now of my family, you wouldn't know. You would thought we was at a banquet or some shit, goddamn. Like you wouldn't know. I bet you that's my aunt. That's my my um my uncle married to her. My cousin. That's my cousin's cousin. Like I would have to like point it out. But if you was to just look at it, you'd be like, oh shit, what y'all had a reunion or something? High school reunion? What the fuck going on? Here, <laughs> Were all different, different shades. All different shades, man. Mm-hmm. all different walks of life. So I think a lot of, it's like one of those things, it's like the the gay uncle that nobody want to talk about or the motherfucking, that one nephew that you know he sell drugs, but grandma love him type shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> one thing we just know it exists, but once you see it in front of you, now we, now we talking about it, so now we got a problem with it, but. I think my man's a genius the way he keeps bringing it. And he's he's just going to keep doing it. The more you invoke conversation, the more I'm going to keep do, doubling down and doing it. Because that's what's making it, that's what's making it go. 
He don't get that many spinoffs for nothing. Right. <laughs> right. That don't right. just happen because he as cool. a black man. <laughs> yeah. As a black man, be clear. Yeah, yeah, let's be clear. You know what I'm saying? So don't just spin off because because it's trash, goddamn. Right, right. Somebody watching and, and Netflix is happy. <laughs> or whatever network, you know what I'm saying? Word. And he said the next step for him, he thinks he wants to do box office because this is his first film that he's ever directed. And he was saying how he feels like the feeling that he felt for the premiere and the red carpet and all of that, he was just like, he, he was, it was a different type of high for him. And he was like, he thinks he wants to chase box office next, which, Hey, I say, go for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, now Eddie Murphy, like I mentioned, was in it and he seems to slowly, but surely start to, you know, creep, creep outside a little bit more. Um, I believe Beverly Hills Cop 4 is already complete and done. So yep. uh there, there's a release date, um, I guess for that later on in the year. Yep. Um he said that he has a documentary that should be coming at some point. And I mean, the last few years there have been rumblings of potentially him returning to the stage. So um with Eddie Murphy being who he is and all that he's accomplished. At this stage in his career, right, we saw what Dave did in the second half of his career. He just, he took his celebrity and stardom to a whole nother untouchable level to where he's carved out a lane for himself and he can literally be whoever he, you know, just how he decides to be. It's, it's really the epitome of come as you are. With Eddie Murphy, who was the GOAT before Dave, how do you see this second half potentially for him? Like, I mean, like, again, Beverly Hills Cop 4, after all of these years, we weren't so thrilled with uh, coming to America too. Do you have, you know, I wouldn't say high hopes, but you have faith that, you know, Bev they could potentially pull off Be Beverly Hills Cop 4 or you think, uh, I don't know, like, hope they don't fuck this one up either. Like, where you stand on that? Um... I got faith in Beverly Hills Cop 4 because it's more moving parts. I mean, we would we would have thought that would have happened with uh, Coming to America too, but essentially that shit was all on Eddie, right? I, I, that's how I looked at it. It was all on him for the most part through the bulk, bulk of the work and had to try to whip it up in the pandemic and all that. So that's how that ended up and whatever you got, cool, whatever. However you whipped it up, cool, but... Only thing I'm scared is that they're going to try to do with Beverly Hills Cop that they probably can't do is the time. And like that time can't be rec re recreated. And they was in Detroit, Cali, doing whatever they was doing. I don't know how, how deep in the streets they got with this one, but they can't do no green screen pandemic shit with no Beverly Hills Cop 4. I'm sorry. Yeah. We're going to get a whole, that, that's, you're going to be doing before you start with that one. Um, Eddie yeah. is Eddie, though. Right. And he's he's going to take it as far as he can take it. I'm just, right now, let's just say this. Eddie is Eddie. He solidified all that. But right now, like you said, the second phase or whatever phase he is in his career right now, it's not, it's not a um, guarantee. I'll say that. He can go up or he can be like, ah, time to hang it up, buddy. Yeah. I think the exact same thing. I think that yeah. um, 
what he's already done solidified no question can't be can't be you know no blemishes on that but moving forward it's like all right you if you outside then we gonna judge you like everybody else and we love you but uh come on now <laughs> you know what i'm saying make sure make sure it's right make sure it's right because you know <laughs> talk about tough critics and tough crowd it's it's it's, it's tough out here you know what i'm saying so yeah yeah but i think eddie's we, i still right i mean the little glimpse he's been showing as far as the comedic side of him as far as him giving glimmers of it i rock with it i mean it's a little lighthearted, but i rocks with it i think he's still trying to figure it out and he got enough people in the rolodex where he can figure it out on a oh, high he got level every, he got everybody at the rolodex <laughs> if he called yeah. you you're gonna pick up yeah. if he asked you to do something you're gonna do it like that's that's locked in there's nobody yeah, yeah. there's nobody in the business that eddie murphy calls they'd be like ah nah i'm cool Ed. right right, <laughs> right. yeah <laughs> Me? <Yeah>. Nah. Hamai <laughs> <I>, Murph. <laughs> Not to, to catch you on the next one, Murphy Murph. <laughs> yeah, calling that man Murph is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Big Murph. <laughs> yo, Big Murph Wilder. <laughs> Word. Nah, you already said Eddie was bugging for, for uh, for uh, what was it? Was not no, was it Harlem Nights too? No, what was it? It was coming to America too. I forgot some some we had. It was either about. it was either um, yeah, coming to America too or Beverly Hills Cop too. It I wasn't. Know. It wasn't the Clumps too. <laughs> yeah, nah, but shouts to shouts to Eddie Murphy. Um, and again. You know, I, I do hope that the the the, the shits is right. <laughs> I hope I hope that is right. Um, so all right, here we are. Here we are. Playoff football, Super Bowl matchups uh, are official. Yeah. They are official. The 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 games have been played, the teams have won. We got uh -huh. Philly, we got Kansas City. Pele, Pele. We got two black quarterbacks for the first time in NFL history starting in the Super Bowl. Round of applause for that. Right, right, right. I think the last well, was two black coaches, wasn't it? It was two black coaches, yeah. It was two black coaches. So, um, you know, that in itself is definitely progress. I mean, we already know the history of this country, so we don't got to go down that road. But uh, shout out to the both of them. And again, like I've said, I'm definitely not an Eagles fan. And I'm still not rooting for the Eagles. However, I do like Jalen Hurts. If I'm just being real, I do like Jalen Hurts. I think he has a bright future. I think that he is a good leader. And I like his game. I like his game. So Mahomes, though, Mahomes is different, man. Even on a bum ankle, Mahomes gets it done, man. There's nothing you can say about that, man. Like, he's him. Yeah, he's him. He is him. And he keeps showing you every single time. He he sometimes it don't gotta be 400 yards and four touchdowns. But when he when you need him to make a play, he going, he's going to make the play. Last year it was 13 seconds. This year it was fit 40 seconds. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the man is special. And you just gotta give up, give it up to greatness when you see it. Um and Gert would say this a lot that people don't know how to appreciate greatness in real time. Mm -hmm. 
And I think, you know, it's no different with him. I think people know that he's him, but they just still try to find a way to hate. You know what I'm saying? When he had the bum ankle and they said he had the high ankle sprain, they was talking, oh, is he going to be able to do it? He's not 100%. You know, he he hasn't given you anything to think that he hasn't, that he's not capable of getting it done. He get it done every time he step on the field. He's right. not too big for the moment, or the moment's not too big for him. The lights ain't too bright. So shout out to my home. So with all of that being said, <laughs> I'm going Kansas City in the okay. Super Bowl. I think Mahomes gets his second ring. Uh mm. what you what you got? Man. Man. Well, you I, I second everything you said. Um I'm not rooting for KC for the same reason you ain't rooting for Philly. <laughs> you know what respect, what respect, respect, respect. So, but the same, like, the sentiments you have for Jalen Hurts, I got to give it up to Mahomes. But I'm going to rock with Philly, just just off the strength, just a whole, you know what I mean? But I won't be surprised if, if KC wins. Um, I will tell you this. It's going to be a defensive game. I know people don't see it that way because of the dynamic offense that these both two, these essentially these are the top five offenses of the in the league. But them defense has been playing, boy. I don't know where Chris Jones got this second win from, but yeah, he he, he coming, Paul. Yeah, yeah, were. I mean, I think uh, I think yeah, the defenses have definitely been playing. But I think that um, I don't think it's going to be a defensive game like how you saw with Dallas and San Fran. I don't think it's going to be one of those. Oh, no, uh, it's not going to be a gridlock. But I do believe the little intricate plays that make or break the game will be defensive, will be done on the defensive end. Okay. You see any uh, defensive touchdowns from either team? Unless it's a pick six now. They're just too great of a team to where, like, if it is some defensive, it's going to be like one of those Fumbarooskis jump on the ball or if it's a pick six. But very rarely, both of them don't throw, like, them little run, like, them little one-two throws. They they both – the reason why they're so good at what they do because if they don't have time in the pocket, they make time in the pocket. Yeah. So they don't need the essential – Two, three, step back, and then first, first, um, you know what I mean? First, first go, just throw and, it. And I think that both of them, or yeah, both of them, like you said, they 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 make it happen, and they use their legs at the end of the day. If all yeah. else fails, you know, I wouldn't consider either of them running quarterbacks the same way I would consider Lamar Jackson a running quarterback. You know what For I'm saying? Sure. They they stand in the pocket. They do stand in the pocket. And they make the reads and they and they they make the plays. But if it breaks down, they can definitely extend the play with their legs. And yeah. that's the X factor any given time you have a quarterback with that set of skills. So um I do think it is a good matchup. They've been the two number one teams on the NFC and the AFC. So anytime you see it like that, it should set up for a good game. Uh and I, I think you've been calling Kansas City. You've been saying KC. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, I, I mean, like again, I'm a Raiders fan. Y'all don't know. They in our division, so I can't go for them because they in our division. That's just 
blasphemous, right? <laughs> right. So, but yeah, once I seen how they was coming, and once I seen like what they could do, and then once I seen Chris Jones started cooking, because I told my man, like, yo, Kansas City's a sneaky team. You know why? They let them do all that fly, fancy stuff in the regular season. And then as soon as the postseason comes, the defense plays way different than they played in the regular. Because, like, They've been to there be before. honest, you, you could have – it wasn't unheard of for you to get 34 points against KC. They're going to put 38 up or 42. Right, but you right. could easily get 31 or 34 points against KC. Not in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Not in the postseason. They wake You're up. You're going to work. You're going to yeah. work. You're going to have to work for that. Mm-hmm. And that's just them pacing themselves. Yeah. And so, I think this that's why this is a good one because this two weeks is definitely going to help KC. Especially that ankle. Now he can really heal that ankle. Get but right. hurts, hurts the same way. And hurts and hurts too. Man. Hurt. No pun intended, but he can really get his 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 stuff together and get right because they both play like half injured. Yeah. To get where they at. So this is going to be a good one. This set up. It don't get no more perfect than the one and one. These is yeah. really the one seeds playing each other. Right, right. And in theory, that's the way it's supposed to be. For sure. So, uh, hope we hope we got a good one, and hope we not let down. Because <laughs> sometimes yeah. we we you know it's been times we thought the bowl was going to be lit, and it was like super trash or a blowout or you know what I'm saying. So yeah, hopefully we get a good game. I mean, yeah, if it's a blowout, like, but I don't. Uh... It'd be hard pressed to see this game not being a good one. Taylor Hurts and Mahomes. That's yeah, that's good TV. That's, yeah, that's 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 set up. Yeah. Shit. Might might gotta tell good L make a call, goddamn. Yo, tell them refs easy, man. We need a good a good game. Yeah, word. Tell the refs, let them boys play. Don't call fucking don't throw a flag for every little motherfucking touchy Philly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let them boys play, goddamn. Yeah, now that's a super fact. That's a super duper fact. Um, so yeah, now I don't want to really get too deep into this one because the whole squad isn't here, and I definitely want everybody's you know perspective or or what have you. But I do yeah. think it would be irresponsible not to mention the situation down in Memphis, Tennessee, with the five black cops who beat oh. up that young man. Uh, damn, what's his name? Tyree? What's his name? Yeah, Tyree. Tyree. Pardon me for forgetting his last name. Y'all will remember. Um, but man, yo, that was difficult to watch. A lot of people took the position, hey, I don't even want to see it because the reports had already came out on, you know, how it was. How it was Ty- Ty- Tyree Nichols. Pardon me, Jers. Tyree Nichols. Tyree Nichols. Yes, uh, yeah, and rest in peace to Tyree Nichols, man, because that 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 was unnecessary to the to the twelfth power. You know what I'm saying? Like it was difficult to watch, um, and I just don't understand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, unfortunately, I won't say we've become numb to police brutality, but it's been so much of a constant theme throughout our entire lives and even our parents' entire lives that you, to a certain extent, aren't surprised when you see it. But again, police brutality, you often see white cops and black and brown men and women who are being attacked, killed, wrongfully accused, et cetera. 
this instance is even crazier because when you see these five black men who um, apparently are around the same age as uh, uh, as Tyree, just beating beating on them the way that they were was 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 uh, it was disgusting, man. It was disgusting. Like it's no excuse for for none of it. Uh, and it's funny, not funny, literally. But um, wifey was saying when she saw it, she was like, "Yo, that looks personal." That looks like they was getting him back for something that he did. Like they knew him, like he, you know, slept with a chick or something like that. And when she said it, my eyebrows kind of went up because I was like, well, I never looked at it like that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. I don't know. But um, we were talking off mic and you were saying there might have actually been some rumors that may kind of confirm that or something like that. Yeah, I can't confirm the source or whatever, but I did see some rumors floating around saying that um, one of the police, either ex-wife or wife, worked with Ty- Tyree Nichols, and they might have had a relationship on the low or something. I don't know. It was something to like that effect. And also, they was around the same age, so that added on to speculation as well. Like, it's ironic that all the cops were at the age between twenty-eight, well, include twenty-eight to thirty-one, right? Normally that's very rare that all cops respond. I mean, granted, it depends on the, the time, and I don't know how police activities work, but I know when niggas run down on me, <laughs> they all don't be athletic like that, goddamn. It'd be a, a yeah. roly-poly motherfucker, a chick, an old dude, a chief with the white shirt come through. Like, they don't just be four motherfucking Tyron Woodley-looking motherfuckers come through, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. That's 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 what made the speculation even worse. And then it's like, damn, dog, black. Like it's the temperature of police department and urban community, disenfranchised community, however you want to label that community. It's already at 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 at, at a boiling point. Now you're making it even. You throwing. You can't. I like guess it's. it's it's just mad shit bundled in one to where you're speechless. There's nothing I can't really even talk about. It. It's police on black man, then it's black on black. You know what I mean? Then it just get deeper than that. And then it's all then now if you get behind that curtain, once you get behind door number one and door number two, essentially it's over a female. Yeah, always. Always over female. Always. It, I don't know it's what like, to say. I don't know what to say. Uh, I'm law. I mean, you know, I, I I don't know what to say other than rest in peace, Tyree Nichols. I don't know what to say other than those cops deserve everything that they get bad that happens. Um, they deserve to rot in jail, get the book thrown at them, whatever the case may be, because that right there was unacceptable, and it's really nothing else to be said. So. Yeah. They they don't they don't deserve benefit of the doubt. Shout out to them hurrying up and 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 getting the um the indictment and them being fired and all of that. That's cool that they move swift on that. But like, all right, so now that we know we can do that, let's let's hurry up, let's wrap them up and uh and and pack them a lunch and uh in <laughs> in the state state penitentiary because that's the only place they belong. Like, that's it. I ain't I ain't got nothing. 
I ain't got nothing, nothing more than that. Um, shouts to C. C just joined us, but um, yeah, I, I, yeah, that's it. That's 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 that on that. Now, I also want to mention uh, the. I don't know if you saw it was a white football player who was a quarterback, high school heavy recruit for the University of Florida. He, I believe, had a full scholarship offer to the University of Florida to play quarterback. Uh, It came out that, well, he was on Instagram rapping a song and he he said the word nigga in his Instagram clip. He rapping whatever lyrics, I don't know the song, whatever, but he says nigga on the Instagram clip. <laughs> Niggas in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Um, and because of that, or as a result of him doing that, the University of Florida said, you know what? We pulling on the uh, on the scholarship offer. We don't want you no more. Now I think that they did that because they just didn't want any heat backlash. Uh, bad press, whatever, whatever the case may be. But Albany State University is an HBCU. Albany State University said, all right, we'll take them. Fuck it. You can come on down to, and Albany is in Georgia, by the way. So Albany State said, yeah, all right, we'll take them. And we'll offer him a full ride to come to our HBCU. And we welcome them with open arms. Now, again, online, Twitter, Instagram, wherever, social media, People are all up in arms about it, basically saying like, yo, how the fuck you going to let this white boy for, uh, get in trouble for saying nigga, and then we invite him to be the quarterback and the leader of our football program at an HBCU. It's pandering at the wrong time, and it's buffoonery. I saw a lot of that online, a lot of that rhetoric. Um what? See, I'm gonna I'm start with you uh, since you since you just joining us. I don't I don't know if you're familiar with that story, but based on you know the the little synopsis I just gave, what is your thoughts on that? Like, how do you feel about that? Um, <laughs> all right. So I seen this on Instagram like a couple minutes ago, actually. Um, and I damn I started laughing because I was just like did they really do this like did they do any research on him because if you did you would have known like that he likes to throw that word around but um are we condemning people for using that word now like I'm asking I'm asking well Here's the I'm thing, not saying right? You shouldn't use the word. Don't get me wrong. This is not what I'm saying. But I'm saying, like, are we condemning people for using the word and we know that they are using the word? Like, that's just like if you say cracker or whatever, you know, like at home, or you call them the, the white devil at home. You you say that. And these are all no, not to, you know. Well, let let me let me answer you, right? Uh earlier we were talking about Kenya Barris and his new movie, You People, when of, of course all a lot of his content is biracial content, interracial content, et cetera, et cetera. And I watched the interview with him. Now, another thing that he said concerning shooting the movie You People was Wolves mentioned niggas in Paris. And if you saw the movie, which I know that you did, because we were talking offline, um in the movie, spoiler alert, well, it's not a spoiler because it was in the trailer, but there's a scene where um, Eddie Murphy, 
whose name is Akbar, who's a Muslim, super pro-black, is in the car with the Jewish white boy who's trying to date his daughter, and nobody's buying the fact that he really loves the culture or black culture. And so the song Niggas in Paris comes on, he just got a knee-jerk reaction like, oh, shit, I love this, this song. It's my shit. And, of course, it's a funny exchange. Eddie Murphy's basically trying to get him to say the title of the song. And, of course, he's never going to say that in front of him, right? So you take that scene and you take Kenya Burris in his interview talking about when him and Jonah Hill were going through that. And with Netflix, they actually didn't want to use the song Niggas in Paris. They thought it was too edgy. They thought it was too... You know, and he's like, no, we're using this song. Like, we want to show this because we know this is a real thing. We know that, um, and he made the example when Kanye and Jay-Z were on tour for the Watch the Throne album, and that song was out. When they played Niggas in Paris, they played it like 20 times in a row, literally. And the whole crowd is going crazy. Now, you know, I don't care where they were in the country or in the world, they're, the, the majority of the crowd... It's white people. Or I should say, I shouldn't even say the majority of the crowd, but you know there's mad white people in all of these different crowds. And you know they're probably saying the word. Now, what he says is on some funny shit, when he's out at concerts, he likes to look at white people. And once he gets eye contact, he likes to stare at them and see if they're going to do the drop-off. He called it the drop-off. And he like, I want to see if they're going to say it. And of course, they don't say it. But in his mind, he knows that when they're home or behind closed doors, they say it. The, the interview that he did was on Ebro's show on Hot 97. And Ebro, another uh, another person who's biracial, he made the point and took the stance of, yeah, but nah, fuck that. Like, there are certain things that deserve their own parameters, and we should not give the license to the people who made that word offensive in the first place to 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 just say it just because they feel like they can say it in, in, in the song, this, that, and the third. Now, if you're rapping in a song, whatever, you do that on your time, but don't don't abuse it because you thirsty to say the word. Like, stop allowing your privilege to make you feel like you're missing out on everything and sit this one out. That was his position. So with that information being introduced, that is kind of my response to you because that was that was part of the overall conversation. Do you have like anything to say about like any of those points? I mean, I agree with what Ebro said, but at the same time, it's just like, is, this is gonna happen and it's gonna keep happening because it's something that unfortunately they just don't wanna control and they can't control and they don't have the same cooth as us. And we are a forgiving culture. And when they say it, we just allow it to roll off our backs and say, oh, okay, well, this was this time. This was that time. This was this time. That's why I say, are we condemning them now? Like, because it seems as if people who say it, they get a pass because, oh, it was years ago. Oh, they just tweeted it. Oh, they just, you know, they were singing a song. Oh, they were just doing this. It's never a full, you know, thought out thing. Like if you say it, that's it, you're done. Like if you say something about, you know, the Jewish community, whereas though, if you say, you know, like say something blasphemous about the Jewish community, you are exiled. It's done. It's a wrap. Like there's no more of you. Um, so, I mean, I just want us to stand firm in our beliefs. Like, what are we doing now? Like, I need to talk to the black president unless like I need them to tell me what to do because right. I'm like, 
you get into that point of standing firm because I was going to ask you like, so if you were the athletic director of Albany State University and you had the opportunity to sign this guy, because be clear, if he's getting the full ride to University of Florida, he's probably dumb nice on the football field. So clearly he's good. But aside from that, or that point aside, if you are the athletic director of Albany State University and HBCU, do you make that call? Yeah, I make that call. <laughs> you want to be a nigga? Never treat you like a nigga. You don't get the scholarship. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying, wait, you said you're going to get the scholarship, but you don't no, get the scholarship. No, I said you're not going to get the scholarship. You're not getting that, buddy. I'm not getting no. nothing. So then you disagree in that. I'm saying, yeah. So yeah, I'm saying, because Albany State gave him the scholarship. I know they gave him the scholarship, but you're saying that shit, if I was the director, would I have given him the scholarship? And I said no. Okay. From HBCU, if you want to, I'm gonna treat you like a black man. Since you want to go around saying the N word, we don't get a lot of stuff we deserve, and this gonna be starting with this scholarship. You ain't getting that. Sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> Work. Yeah. Nah, I feel the same way. Like I feel like it's bad timing. Like yo, fuck out of here for all of this inclusion shit right now. Like chill. Like now's but, not the time. Inclusion has to come with some ramifications for your actions. Like you can't just. As a black person in society, we are not given second chances to say hey, we messed up, this is what it is. I mean, freaking Nick Cannon did, but that was like on some other type stuff because Nick Cannon kind of controlled his own situation too. But at the same time, it wasn't a situation where it was just like Black people are allowed to say blasphemous things and we're allowed to go on about our day and a white man will sign us. Like once Kanye got dropped for saying all that stuff, you didn't see Balenciaga drop them. You didn't see Versace say, oh, come over here, yay, we got you. Or, you know, like it was no type of camaraderie. So I don't think that us as Black people, if we can control the situation, because they do ultimately have the power, and this kind of answers my question, they have the power to deny him, and they gave him access. So that was kind of messed up. Bad timing, folks. But Wolves, let me get you in there. What you, what's, what's your position? They didn't even have the power. They just inserted themselves in something that didn't have nothing really to do with them other than bringing more attention to their organization. So it looks like somebody just thought the the attention would have been worth more than, than the situation because you're putting bra in the situation now. <laughs> I don't care what kind of attention you're going to get, what kind of boosters or whatever thing you're getting. He going to an HBCU, right? And the key word is what in the HBCU? Black, motherfucker, black. <laughs> college. Look, my bad. She's in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the first thing they think. When you say HBCU, oh, that's a nice college. <laughs> beautiful, well, beautiful college to send your kids to. <laughs> I didn't even know it existed. The only Albany I uh, I ever heard of was the one upstate. Yeah. I never heard of this place. Nah, I'm gonna be honest. Um, I I had rode through Albany, Georgia, like before, like a few years ago. And first of all, so Albany, Georgia, is the place where Ray Charles is from. And um, but riding through, they got cotton fields, just like full and. <laughs> that shit fucks me up anytime I see it. Like, or like, like, 
it's crazy. Like when I, you know, everybody knows a lot. Most people know I lived in Texas for a while. And like, sometimes I'd be driving on the highways and if I saw like just an open field of just land, it would automatically make me think like, damn, yo, like niggas really used to be out here, like on some bullshit. Like, so, or even riding through Georgia, like you see these plantations and you see these, these uh these fields and then the house way off of the road and you see like you know I, I i start thinking back to like okay like you know how you have two lane highways and it's just one one car going this way one car going that way i hate them shits by the way but it's no street like it's Me just too. you know what i'm saying it's just a two car highway and you can tell that, that just not much just yeah not, like death but but not much changed since the beginning. It probably was dirt roads back in the day. But other than that, like, not much has changed. So y'all get you, scared when y'all go down those roads? I don't fuck with the all, all, the all black everything. No, I'm not gonna say I'm scared. I answered how I wanted to answer. Now I didn't ask you to come y'all investigate. Y'all not gonna say y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to be scared sometimes. <laughs> no, I don't do a lot. I don't do a lot of uh, driving at night, though. <laughs> Wait, this nigga don't drive at night. Is crazy though. <laughs> nah, nah. Like an old ass woman. <laughs> yes, sir. What nah, I know I is what I know. <laughs> what but I you know got is, bad eyesight, nigga. Come on, man. What I what I know is more sand on the land. I don't I don't travel at night, goddamn. <laughs> you got nah, to. You won't catch me. You got to. <laughs> you got to. You got to <laughs> It got to be pavement for me to sh- <laughs> for me to sh- shake it after eight. <laughs> hey, yo, <laughs> yo I need wait. some markers. That nigga said too much sand on the land. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you a quick story, right? So, um. One time years ago, I was in uh, I was in college and I had went to visit my fam and my fam on my father's side is from North Carolina. So they had like a little, it wasn't a family reunion, but it was like a little cookout or whatever. And um I went, me and my man went down uh to uh to North Carolina, right? So it was cool. We had a good time, All right, cool. Um we leave and my my family's from a small town. Uh, called Oxford, North Carolina, but like the nearest big city is Raleigh, Durham. So that maybe was like 40-ish minutes away. So after the little cookout or whatever, we want to go out. So me, my man, and uh, one of my cousins, we had went out in Raleigh. Okay, we go out, have a good time. All right, cool. The night is over. So now I'm going back to my cousin's house to, you know, to sleep. So <laughs> so we, uh, we ride into our house. Now, I fucked around <laughs> and made a wrong turn. <laughs> I made a wrong turn, right? Didn't realize it was a wrong turn at, at at the time, but it's 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 one of them all pitch black, all dark, everything, right? My why is it a dead end? Let's start there. It's a dead end, but then as I'm like approaching. Son, I literally saw like a family of deer. Like when I say a family, I'm talking about they had the family reunion. Like it was their family <laughs> reunion. Like it, it was their reunion. Like no exaggeration. Like no exaggeration. If I could be as accurate as possible, 
it might have been like at least 10 deer, yo. Like, I'm like, yo, I fucking hit the I hit the reverse, like uh like Biggie in the hypnotize video. Nigga, <laughs> 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 like, what? Like, get me out of here. I had to call my cousin, like, no, you're gonna talk me home. Fuck that. Like, GPS ain't working. Like, that shit was wild. I'm like, yeah, I, I can't do it. I can't do it, man. I'm way too city for the for the uh the scary hours. <laughs> Give me the lights. Give me the bright lights, baby. Nah, I don't mess with deer. I wouldn't get out my car for deer. I almost forgot my baby in the car messing around with deer. <laughs> <laughs> they was in my backyard just roaming. I don't have time for stuff like that. You, it's everyone for themselves when it comes to animals. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then, like my country cousins, like if you know they see them, oh, they ain't gonna bother you. Man, fuck exactly. you. <laughs> I, and I asked. I said, "What did you do?" I said, "It was four deer in our backyard." I said. And he was just like, oh, I seen him when I was going to work. And I'm like, okay, so what did you do? He was like, nigga, I went to work. What do you mean? What did I do? Yeah, I'm like, it's different. You stop? He just goes about his day. I don't accept beer in my life or in my vicinity. I don't really understand that. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I thought you, nah, chill, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we're. Nah, but, I, I ain't mad. I'm not mad at that. But, but um, you were the deer at too, so you should be a quite acquainted yes. right now too. No, it's not. A, it's not an acquaintance. <laughs> There's no acquaintances. Like, <laughs> no, I, I I don't like it. <laughs> All right, and it is a lot of deer. But no, like one time I came home, it was around Christmas, and we had um Christmas like we had some shit like in the yard, like decorations and shit. <laughs> and I'm and I'm coming, so I'm on my block now. This is where I live. I'm driving, <laughs> and <laughs> I see I see something in the street that, at first glance, I think is a dog, like just because that's the only thing that should be in the fucking street. But I quickly realized, wait, that ain't no fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo. So of course I stop, right? So tell me why the nigga runs out the street and runs like basically across my lawn <laughs> in the front lawn, across the shit, knock my shit up, knock my shit over. <laughs> I'm like, yo, come on, man. Like, I don't even want to. All right, it's over. That nigga made a like, play. Running like my man from Get Out. <laughs> <laughs> the full blitz. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, homie was out and get out, boy. That was crazy. That's wicked. Nah, yeah. Whatever you do, do the scissor hands like that, you try to catch wind, goddamn. That nigga did it. That nigga was out. That nigga was out. He was. He would smoke Usain Bolt. <laughs> Damn. Speaking of Usain, you heard what happened to Usain? Uh, he lost like a lot of his money, right? Twelve oh, million man. or something. You what's the what what happened? The bank he was in, they hacked it or something. The bank he was banking with 
whatever it was, however much millions he left, he said he woke up one day, saw about two stacks of that motherfucker. Oh, like, Yo, that's nuts. But you know what I think? Like, you know, it's a lot of shady shit going on with the banking institutions and and the yeah. crypto and and a lot of people are have lost money and they got to get it back in blood. So they like they're going to find different excuses and call it a glitch. And later on down the line, we'll get to you. But right now you got to eat that. It's messed up. All they that's doing crazy. is just moving your money around. That's point it. A to point B, and you just gotta be able to keep up with it. And you want to keep it in the savings. You better invest that shit. Keep it in the shoebox. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you could keep you could keep a little cash on hand, but you need to make your money make make you money. Cause that little shit, <laughs> that little shit ain't ain't worth <laughs> ain't worth what it was last month. <laughs> but millions though. That's different though. Nah, twelve million is crazy. Or however, I would, I would definitely, million, like I would definitely is worth a conversation and a fist no, fight. But I would definitely <laughs> cry at some point in time. I'm, I'm positive tears would come out at some point in time from from sadness or anger or both. <laughs> so this, but you know you're gonna get it back, especially if the bank is federally insured. They just gotta take it from somebody else's account, put it in your account. That's all it is. It's just a little swap out. Yeah, but, but what if I still sure. don't have my money though? Then you're gonna have I'm to do like sure. Bumpy did and rob the, uh, <laughs> the money. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Speaking of Bumpy, pause. Um, see, you you started watching. <laughs> yeah, now nah, that was crazy. Super crazy transition. Pardon me out there, listeners. That's <laughs> that hilarious. was that bum, was natural. <laughs> 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 um so see i i heard you had a chance to check out a little bit of godfather godfather harlem and uh my malcolm x take was i right or was i right shut up jurors you was right i i mean it is disgusting it's the way he talks is just so annoying you were right i, I should listen but i don't want to see that scene like anytime he pops up i'm just like uh but you know it again but what pisses me off is what they're trying to insinuate with Malcolm and his daughter a little bit. I see it and I don't like it and I want him to stop it right now because he was not like that. If they want to do, and I, I don't mean no disrespect, but if they want to do that to Dr. King, you just let that roll off. But you can't do that to Malcolm because he was an honorable man and they said that he was like a saint compared to King. That's what they said. The FBI, supposedly. But he wasn't really doing stuff like that. He wasn't moving like that. And I don't want them to portray him like that. I don't like that. And you know, it gets tricky anytime Brother Malcolm is not represented in the way that the nation or uh, people of the Islamic faith, Muslims, uh, any way that they don't deem was accurate, especially from those who were there or those mm -hmm. who, who have some information from you know the 60s but you like, read it and you never really know like they never really said that he was like really really close like that with bumpy johnson and nothing i, I read like that i didn't get that but whatevs i mean he could have been i'm not saying that he wasn't because they both were in harlem around the same time but 
at the same time, you just didn't, I didn't know that their relationship was like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, yeah. It, it gets a little, it gets a little tricky with these stories, right? Because like even speaking or thinking about BMF, like we know a lot of the story of BMF, we, BMF, we know how Meech was moving in Detroit and then in Atlanta. We know a lot of those stories, but well, the thing about BMF is they put a damn documentary in between the seasons that showed you that this season was going to be a lot. So <laughs> that's kind of like yeah, the difference. Like they, they didn't yeah, they, start BMF until they went to Atlanta, right? Exactly. So the fact that they still fucking fighting Lamar and they BMF is wild. <laughs> but <laughs> now BMF is making me mad. Like it's really making me mad because I'm starting to not want to see it no more because. They getting way too mystical, magical with Lamar. Like, how is he? He fucking uh, Black Panther. Like, they acting like he. What's, what's... Happy people no, like... in the air. <laughs> that was hilarious. But like, they acting like he Luke Cage. Like, why is he a superhero? And how does he have all of this strength after getting shot with a bag? Like, come on, bro. Like, yeah. How did he beat the man with the shower rod? And then the guy just sitting on the toilet. F you. I said, why are you sitting on the toilet screaming? You're not playing this man. And you can't hear hear him with that bag. You should be able to at least hear the bag because it got liquid in it, right? If he coming behind you, you should be able to hear the bag. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I said, oh, y'all thought some of that power juice was gonna spill over (laughs) the BMF, huh? Oh, it's all, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's there. The power universe. So I'm waiting for Tyreek to be the plug next, goddamn. They <laughs> <laughs> can really Ty- tie this universe together. Tyreek being the plug and BMF is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but no, BMF, BMF is getting a little out of control, yo. Like, it's getting a little mystical. Yeah, a little mystical. But, that, yeah. but that's the thing, though. It's not, and I get it because they can't always make it the exact depiction. It's not, but but what they're doing is they're portraying these characters within the way that they were doing stuff. Maybe not the way that we wanted them to do stuff, but what I'm saying more so about Malcolm is you're portraying this, like basically like they want the girl, like the girl wants him. She likes him. She lusts after him. And it's kind of gonna, to me, it looks like they're going to do that with him and her. Like, Bumpy's daughter, and I don't want that to happen because that's not cool. Oh yeah, yeah nah, I don't think so. Yeah, I think I think I think the what they're trying to play on, and I could be wrong, but I think what they're trying to play on is that, like you said, Malcolm is a stand-up guy and a saint or whatever you just said compared to Martin Luther King, as far as that side of it go. But I think she has an affin- more of affinity for him. She so does. It's, it's, it seems like every time he like includes her in something it's like essentially they give you the 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 aura of like oh she's one step closer type shit exactly but yeah i don't i don't think i mean i hope not because yeah like you said that wasn't his character on that side he was more about and i mean especially before he went to mecca now in this episode he went to mecca i don't know if y'all think that so once he came oh, back I, yeah yeah i, I didn't <laughs> see the latest one i didn't see the latest yeah. one. but 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 without seeing that one you know the story with malcolm once he came back from mecca he had a whole nother outlook just being mm-hmm. with the within the islamic faith so that's really where that's really where the fork in the road start for him as far as like the power struggle and stuff like that so, but um, yeah, 
No, that's dope. <laughs> I think out of all the shows we mentioned, Godfather Harlem's keep sticking to the script the most as far as like believability and realistic yeah. situations. Yeah, to me it is. Yeah. Because yeah. Snowfall yeah. fell off with that, you know. Oh, no, they went, they went, once they start doing <laughs> Tigers and LSD, it was over. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Teach a man how to squabble. <laughs> that is going to be <laughs> the line of the decade. <laughs> yeah, anytime somebody get beat up, that's exactly what they're going to say. <laughs> so I don't know. But yeah, I think I think season four or five, whatever they on, is definitely going to be trash. But I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. At I least watch in the beginning. Yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a chance. But if it's based off last season, it's over. Mm-hmm. It's super over. Uh, and Your Honor is fire. I keep saying it every week. If y'all haven't checked that out, it's on Showtime. Your Honor is fire. The plot is you have a judge who his, and in the second season now, but you have a judge who has a son. His son has asthma. He um, gets into a car accident because he drops his asthma pump and he's reaching down for his asthma pump and he hits a boy and he kills him. And um, essentially, it's like a hit and run. And the kid that he ends up killing is the mob boss's son. So, yeah, I can kind of see how that plot turns into... Youngest son. His youngest son, yes. His youngest son. Um, So that gets crazy. Um, And the judge kind of, you know, try to find different ways to protect his son because he don't want his son to go to jail. Um, and again, like I said, it's in his second season, but the writing, um, the storyline, every episode is fire. It's no, it's no weeks off. And if y'all haven't checked that out, y'all should absolutely check that out because that's super fire. I gotta binge that. It's too much on the watch list. Yeah. That's gotta wait till it's over. This, this just then too. They're gonna do spinoffs of BMF. So, oh, I, I've seen. Yeah, be prepared hmm. for that. <laughs> All right, 50, yo, 50 just getting, now he just, and, and you know what it is? They just throwing him the bag, so what you want him to do? 50 treat this shit like F, he treat, treat this shit like F and vodka, god damn. Remember that nigga had the cucumber vodka? Like, what flavor you got, god damn. Yeah, it was just it. trying to keep up. It was trying to keep up. But I want to know who going to get a spin on What, like, be Mickey or somebody? You already know. That's nasty. Lamar Salas. Oh, Lamar? No, but he probably will because they said now he was on Vlad interviews, the real Lamar. Or was it the real B. Mickey? Yeah, I think it was the real B. Mickey was on um, Vlad interviews and he was telling, he was talking about how Lamar was really crazy. Like he used to wear like Adidas suits with like gators. Like he was really like <laughs> off. Nah, I know, I know a lot of people from Detroit and they told me when the shit first came out, they was like, nah, that nigga's still running around. Like he's still outside. <laughs> like they didn't kill him. Like, so I guess they yeah. showing you in BMF that he like can't be, he can't be defeated. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it, I, I just I don't need to. I still hate Meech. I, it might be a, a, a Vlad interview with him too. But I know Fuck Vlad. I mean, F him, yeah, but still, he be getting all these interviews, and sometimes I just want to hear. But yeah, I'm still, I'm, I'm still not watching Vlad. I'm like, okay, yeah, F Vlad. If you say F Vlad, F Vlad, look. Yeah, fuck that, <laughs> fuck that. Matter of fact, we gonna beep his name every time we said it. How about that? 
Okay, I don't know Happy why. Happy people okay. in the air. <laughs> Were and then why was he why was he singing for so long though? He tried to get a singing career off. That's what he that's what he gonna be like the new Rotimi. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he can't be. He gotta chill. Yeah, Rotimi. Chill. Rotimi actually got some dope music though. No, Rotimi does have dope music. That's why I said Lamar gotta chill because he doing covers. <laughs> Rotimi. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Well, Timmy can sing and yeah, he be making some dope stuff. I, uh, uh, I'm good. In my bed, in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Zip me in my bed. Shit, nah, that shit was hard. Yeah. yeah, that shit was hard. Nice little hit. Yeah, he got some shit. He got some shit. Um, <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, music, Wolves, did you um check out Styles' new album? I know Styles dropped the project. Did you Did you check that out? Not fully yet. Nah. I'm on it though. The pen, pen pendulate or something like right, right that, right? The nah, wolf. the wolf, the wolf, something like that. Yeah, I, I, it's, pen, it's 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 like the term. The term is like the the addition before the last. That's what that word means. Okay. So that's that's what it means. But yeah, now I heard like two songs, but I ain't hear the whole album. I've been listening to this Etho and Future Wave joint. If y'all familiar with that, if not y'all should check that out. It's pretty dope. Dead poets, mm. but um, yeah, I'm about to, I'm, I'm gonna get into that. Yeah, I, I caught a little bit of it. I didn't, I didn't finish it either. But um, I did want to shout that out because I don't hear nobody talk about it. And Styles, I've been saying since the beginning that he's always been my favorite out of the locks. And shouts to the whole locks because everybody's who they are. But Styles is my guy, so um, I didn't see nobody talking about it. So I just, I definitely want to mention it. And shout out to Pharmacy for Life, um. Yeah, you know I mean, get your supplements. I'm, I'm gonna go yeah. ahead and plug them. Everybody because... in my timeline said the album's fire, though. That's what made me queue it up after this album. Were, were, yeah. I'm gonna definitely uh, tap in with Styles. Ghosts, uh-huh. fucks with Styles. Hey, I just saw a sidebar. I just saw that um, uh, Nori did Joey's podcast officially. Um, I think this is the first time because he, he they've called, they spoke on the phone before, but uh. Say that um, again. Nori did what? Nori did Joe Button's podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just I just saw that. So um I'ma check that out when that drops. Um and I also saw the, the Mad Hoffa episode of Drink Champs. Um, you know, I, I still like Drink Champs. Like I still like Drink Champs, but I think that I guess it depends on who's there. And I guess it's always kind of been like that for me. It depends on who the guests are and if I want to hear it. Um, I was interested to hear all of the perspectives of everybody because Sean Bigger don't talk, you know. So, you know, anytime he talks, it's like, oh, shit, he speaks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I think that uh, that was cool. That was dope. The Drez episode on uh, Matt Hopper's episode, uh, podcast looks super dope based on the clips. Uh, but shout out to my expert opinion. Shout out to... Shout out to Joey. Shout out to Nori. Shout out to all of them because they're those are three podcasts that I definitely uh, frequent in my rotation, and I'm I'm fans of all of them. So shout out to I all of them. Gotta throw Wild and Gilly in there. I mean, fuck with a million dollar worth again. Oh, I forgot. I, it you don't depends. Like niggas. It yeah, depends. It bad. depends on it depends on who's on there. I saw the Kevin Hart episode. <laughs> my fault, Jerry. My bad. 
<laughs> all of those podcasts, but I like Nori when he's like on somebody else's show. Um, I know I do listen to him on his show, but a lot of the times sometimes Nori be cutting people off, but he's gotten better from what I've seen. He's become a better host, but I do like hearing Nori speak. Um, Gilly and Wallow, I like their podcast, but I don't like the ads. It kind of messed up the whole rotation for me, but you could skip it. So that's kind of better for me, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. And we kind of touched on that a little bit. I mean, no, they definitely, um, they add an- another, well, they're, they're definitely, you have to mention them, right? Because they, they're moving, they have big traction. Like they're a big podcast. Like they're not, they're not no little player. And of course they just got the big deal and all of that. So, I mean, shouts to them too. I mean, they, they've definitely built it from the ground up and it's become a much bigger thing. Um, and so I just respect it because again, that's always the goal to get to the bag and then be bigger, better, deafer. So, but you know. the bag is not always the the thing. I think it's more so with the message that they portray as well. Um, Gilly and Wallow they pr- do a pretty good job of getting the broader message out there. A lot of the times, more so than others, I will say that. See, Jerz don't like them, though. Oh my bad. Because um, Wallow, every time he have a young rapper up there, he really does talk to them. And I think that is the most, you know, that 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 means a lot. And they, and they respect it. You can see they respect it from Wallow because he's done so much time, you know? Yeah. And he's he is trying to guide the kids in a different direction, which, is, again, you have to respect. Like, you know, what I mean, him doing 20 years in jail, he's telling you, yo, jail is not the spot. Like, it's not the spot. Like, fuck whatever code or whatever you think you need to do or go through. You can avoid that. Like, that is not the spot. Like, I don't need... <laughs> I, I've seen enough examples and talked to enough people to know it's not a place I want to be. It's not a place you should strive or aspire to be. Like, at one point, and maybe even for some, that's still like that. But at one point, that was a mindset, sort of like a rites of passage for street dudes or whatever the case may be. You felt like you had to go to jail to kind of earn your bones, pause. But I don't feel like that's the case anymore. I think people are smarter. You still got a lot of dummies out here that's wild and reckless and they get what they get. But I do think when you have people like a wallow who is giving you firsthand knowledge on the do's and don'ts and how to move, you respect it differently. You know what I'm saying? It's like the, we, we said it before, it's like you're taking uh, advice from a crackhead on the corner who got all of these grand ideas and ideologies on what you should and shouldn't do, or you're going to take it from your uncle who has a couple of successful businesses and a big house and, and, and a beautiful family. Like, you know, which, which one are you going to listen to? You know, it's like, yeah. That, sure. Well, well, the thing is my nigga, I hear you. Well, why the fuck you ain't do that shit? Talk about the crackhead. Well, yeah, but this is the thing. That every person that he has talked to and told them to watch out for stuff, they in jail or they got killed. Right now. I'm talking right now. <laughs> like, the guy, he talked to Young Thug. He talked to uh, King Vaughn. And it was somebody else he talked to. And uh, He talked to, he talked to Lil Dirk. And, and, and yeah. Dirk, you know... Dirk respected, you You could tell Dirk really respected his perspective. It looked like he took it in. 
But everybody he seemed to have a little sit down and chat with is dealing with the consequences and repercussions of what he tried to tell them not to do. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, keep your nose clean, fellas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Keep it ain't. To the sky. Hey, there you go. <laughs> now, now you're potting. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh oh, we got a little solo too. Yeah, this bonus. We might have to. Might have to throw that on Patreon. <laughs> they gotta pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my father joint too. <laughs> Shout out to my pops too. His birthday was last week. Salute, salute, OG. Definitely, definitely. Raiders, Raiders. <laughs> Word. Um, and yeah, I really don't uh have too much more. I know. Is it anything else you want to uh? Touch on before we got out of here. Did we do Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. I got, oh, I got Kansas City. I got Philly. I got Philly too. I know you, you like Philly and Jace anyway. So I'm not Philly and Jace. I'm. Uh, I mean, you kind of are. <laughs> I am Philly and Jace. <laughs> but what I will say, <laughs> what I will say is that, you know, I kind of was rooting for the young bulls. I mean, I like Pat Mahomes too, but it's kind of like a, since they- Who you, who, who you was rooting for again? Who was I rooting for? Yeah. Oh, I'm a Cowboys fan. But I mean, since we was out, I was just like, man, I didn't want to go with the Eagles, but I had like, I like the story of the black quarterback that everybody was talking ish about because they was really talking ish about that man. And even with Pat Mahomes, I picked him last podcast. I picked Mahomes and I picked the Eagles. So I'm going to just ride out with the Eagles since they got there. I just wanted you to say young ball again because that's, <laughs> Philly. that's so Philly right there. Mm-hmm. Young oh, ball. Word. Ball, see, see drawler. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Stupid ass <laughs> shit. No, it's nut ass. Nut yeah, ass. Jersey's a nut. <laughs> no, I'm not. Fuck that. Pause and fuck that. That's what you gotta say. Dick hit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Y'all about yeah. to give me my bag. I'm about to <laughs> look, 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 look. Her Philly, her Philly about to come out of her. Uh, he pulling shit it out. Oozing. He pulling Ooh. the shot. Shit oozing out. Shit, shit oozing out her veins. Once, once I heard the young boy, that that don't you don't learn that overnight. That's like you got to be ingrained. In. That's something you have to grow up. Just you know how like whatever. You know how they say, watch out now, down south. That's word up. Who you with? <laughs> well, I got those uh, those bird eagles, but you know it was so funny because we was watching the celebrations and <laughs> it really hurt cowboy fans because we just was like, man, why my team can't be at this damn celebration? <laughs> like we really thought it was going to be our year. Yo, but but I, mean, I, don't know. I feel for I feel for Jamar Chase though. He, yeah. he was he... now nah, Chase is the real deal. Jamar Chase was doing his thing. Nah, he's the real deal. He's the real deal. All other than the real deal. Joe, I'm not Joe saying he's the not deal. the real deal, but I just don't feel for I feel for myself before I feel for Chase. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jamar Chase, 
Look, Jamal Chase, JP Morgan and Chase. <laughs> Chase Bank. <laughs> that was the real Chase. Hey, just, there's a couple people that is above him on the list. And that is Cowboys. We're going to get well, it. We gonna well, I see, I see my whole daddy, so ain't no, we don't even need to figure out if he really black or not, goddamn. That nigga, <laughs> that nigga said, I'm smoking on that Joe Burrow. That Joe Burrow. Yeah. He yeah. sounded like an old 70s player. It Off that heron. I just, I'm glad they did that. I don't like the disrespect. You can play your little game or whatnot. But don't disrespect. I like that. I love that. I love how Kelsey was talking. I love how they was throwing the cigar shots and all that. I love it. It's great. You should, you've earned the right to do that though. At least you talking after you've won. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like you've earned the right to talk your shit. Mm-hmm. That's right. Stick your chest out and talk your shit. You go no, I'm talking football. about them earning the right. Yeah. The, 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 um, the, the Chiefs. Chiefs. The right. yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was never mad at them. I was mad at Burrow. Like them coming in there. Like Kelsey Burrow came hit. through on Burrow. live TV. Like he said, yeah, Burrow my ass. <laughs> 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 nigga said, Oh yeah, they looked at the camera all fucked up. Woo! Put some respect on his name. I'm like, dang. I love it. I love it. I love it. No, I always I love that part of it. I didn't like the part where they was talking like they was gonna just roll over Pat Mahomes because he's been, yeah. you know, three and oh against Pat Mahomes. And my thing is right, I understand right. that, but don't he's still Patty. You still gotta have a good day. Listen, man, Pat Mahomes is him, like we already mentioned a little bit earlier, and he's shown and proven time and time again. So stop playing with that man. He is who we thought he was. Yeah. And he's him, and he's the guy for the next 10 years. So get used to it. Get used to seeing him in the AFC Championship every year. Get used to it. You know what I'm saying? Word up. Word up. They paid him, and he's earned his money. He deserves mm-hmm. every every bit of it. So shout out to him. I know shout who don't him. deserve their money, but I ain't even gonna oh. talk. Yeah, so please. Let's just write it up. Get out of here. <laughs> Get on up out. Who? Who though? Nah, know. nah. Set it oh, off. Offline. Offline. Let's kitchen table talk. Let's kitchen table talk. We can't let it out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Word. Um, but yeah, I I didn't have I didn't have anything else. Did y'all have anything else though? I. I uh. mean, I'm good. Zip, bop, bop, bop. <laughs> zip it up and zip, <laughs> zip it, it out. out. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. So on that note, uh, make sure everybody listening is doing your part each and every week. Make sure everybody out there is telling a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, anything Rico. Butter pecan caramel, sudden bell. She hotter than a summer day in hell. I'm under her spell. She say her name was Chantel. She say she got a man, I can't tell. Because when we be rocking, we get it popping like an Amstel. Like right up in the hotel, maybe the stairwell. She blows kisses to my handheld. She's an angel, her name should be Angel. I'm blessed, I kill her with the rich man smell. She got a wet man holding your man's fell. Whoa, I slipped in the ink. Well, I saw jellyfish and seashells, no further details I love the smell of a female, and you're one hell of a female I'm telling you female, get in the CL and let it be sweet sailing 
late night emailing. Oh, she feels me. Oh, she feels me. She feels me. Rico music, Rico music, Rico music.